Break out your chainsaws, because this week we're talking about 1974's The Texas Chainsaw Massacre and 1982's Pieces. Horror with Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. Gentlemen. What? <laughs> <laughs> so much enthusiasm. Yeah. You know, we're a horror podcast. Yeah. What? We've had nearly 100 episodes now. Mm-hmm. And we're just now getting around to discussing the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yay! Yeah, some movie. <laughs> Some little movie. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a movie that I picked for this week. I'm sure we've all seen it before, but I thought it was a good time to review it again. Plus, it's on Shudder. To to review (laughs) and revisit. Review and revisit. And then paired that up with a movie that I had never seen before called Pieces. Mm -hmm. Um, The only reason why I picked that... A, because it was on Shutter, <laughs> and B, because the picture has a chainsaw. So I was like, <laughs> well, well, that looks good. It was either that or Tourist Trap, and the only reason why I picked Tourist Trap is because I've never seen that either, but I was going to pick that because there's a, a mask right. that the person, and it kind of looks like pretty, gr- pretty girl leather face. Yeah. <laughs> See, I assumed you picked Pieces because I, I just assumed you were listening to Ashley Simpson, uh, and you're like, oh, the Pieces of Me song. Nope, never even no, heard no. that. What? That's someone she lip synced to on SNL. What? Ashley Simpson. Come on, man. Barely know who that is. Feels like I can finally rest my head on something real, Brett. No? Oh! (laughs) She mentions my name in this one? I don't know. If you know me better. I don't know why, but I remember. You know who the host was of that? Uh, I can't remember. Jude Law. <laughs> Jude Law. So when they came back and they did the closing credits, you know, they always stand out there. And they, yeah. You know, they do dumb shit. Yeah. Just, you know. And uh, Jude Law was like, oh, it's live TV or some sh- dumb shit. And I was like, come on, man. Come on, she's, Jude. She's a phony. Like, <laughs> I feel bad for Jude Law because he was host. I think that was probably his first time hosting. Pieces of me. And he got stuck with that musical guest. Come on. You know. <laughs> Oh, poor Jude. He deserved better. Yeah. Oh. Jewel had an album called Pieces of You. Oh, my God. Cool. <laughs> That's kind of sadistic. These pieces of you. <laughs> in jars. It may apply to this episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974. Directed by Toby Hooper. Written by uh, Kim Henkel. 
and Toby Hooper. Kim Henkel, he also wrote and directed uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Hmm. If you guys... Okay. A little side note there. Stars <laughs> Marilyn Burns as Sally, Paul A. Partain as Franklin, Sally's brother. God. Edwin Neal as the hitchhiker. <laughs> Jim Sidow as he's credited as proprietor. He's the old man, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gunnar Hansen as Leatherface, uh, narrated by John Larroquette. And there's also some other characters, Kirk, Jerry, and Pam. But (laughs) fuck the actors' names. Uh, Budget (laughs) budget was anywhere between eighty and one hundred and forty thousand dollars. In the box office, it raked in thirty point nine million (laughs) dollars. That's the burpee woe. When was the first time you saw this movie? Um, I was probably like 11, 12, somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, pretty young. So was I. I was like nine. I don't even remember. I remember this being one of the first, like, this and the original A Nightmare on Elm Street Ooh. were movies that I saw that I was like, okay, I'm officially watching, like, horror films now. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, I was nine years old. Those two, and I clearly remember also watching Children of the Corn <laughs> and Christine. How old were you when you watched these? Nine. Nine. Yeah. It was like, my mom was like, are you sure you're not going to have any nightmares? I'm like, I'm positive. I don't know if I did. I probably did, but I just didn't tell her. But she's like, as long as you don't have nightmares, I'll let you watch these movies. You and know, I was like, cool. Horror movies never gave me nightmares as a kid. Like, I remember early on watching... Yeah. But Lost Boys, I mean, I was a little kid, but, you know, I didn't get nightmares or anything like that. No, I don't think I ever did either. I had nightmares before I, had I nightmares started watching them. about other things. Yes. Or, like, you just have a hard time falling asleep because you're just kind of creeped out. You know, one thing when yeah, I was... Yeah, I would a, get scared. When, yeah. When I was a kid, when I was a little kid, I used to think New York City was, like, a fucked up place to be because a lot of horror movies, and, yeah. you know, took place in New York. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't a horror movie, but one of the ones that stood out was Superman Two, <laughs> when General Zod and yeah. you know, oh yeah, yeah, General Zod and the motherfuckers. That came wasn't down. New York City. That was Metropolis. I know, but it, but, no, <laughs> but it looked like New York City, <laughs> and everything was. All the movies took place in New York City. I was like, man, like that's. I don't want to go there. Escape from New Scary. York. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Great movie. So, were you young when you saw this movie? Yeah, I was probably I was probably a preteen at best. Like, yeah, um, I don't even remember what channel, but yeah, it was on TV. Obviously, it was censored. But yeah. I remember my I think my dad rented it and we watched it. And I remember my parents were like, my mom wouldn't even watch it. She's like, I'm not. I will go in the other room. She's like, because my mom, I think to this day would say this is like the scariest movie she's ever seen. Mm-hmm. So really? She wouldn't watch it. And I remember like my dad like we turned down the lights and like as soon as it started with like the John Larroquette uh, narration and the the flash bulbs and the. <laughs> I was like, oh God, what are we getting? What, yeah. are, what are we in for? Yeah. Um, and the intro's cool too. You know, it's funny. It is cool. It's funny that you say you saw it on TV and it was probably edited because I'm thinking about the movie. There's not a whole lot there's, of blood. There's there's really nothing that, that is they need correct. to edit. That is correct. Yeah, there's not much blood. Right. I mean, maybe edited for time. It is. And now, contrary to popular belief, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is not a gory movie. No, not at all. No, it's more of along the lines of what Jaws does to you. Um, it's like y- your imagination yeah. makes you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You more get like a visceral reaction. There's no blood splattering really. There's there is blood, but it's like very it's, minimal. It's minimal. And I mean It's mostly when when the fucking hitchhiker cuts his own hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's probably the most graphic and, and that's cringeworthy in and yeah. of itself. Right. That's pretty gross. Um 
you know, we're, we're talking about this movie, and I'm assuming, I mean, we'll go through the plot, but I'm assuming a lot of our listeners have already seen this movie. Um, so I, I want to keep that in mind, but I also want to keep in mind for people that maybe haven't seen this movie. Um, but I would recommend anytime we talk about a movie, you should watch it. Follow us on Twitter. Um, David, uh, does our Twitter, um, or on Instagram. Cause we post what movies we're going to be talking about in the episode, like a few days before. Yeah. So watch the movies prior to it. If you haven't seen it, so you can kind of play along and we don't spoil everything for you. Um, this movie is, uh, you know, another reason why I wanted to watch this movie is because the movie got its inspiration from. It's not a true story, like a true retelling right, of the right. story, but it's got its inspiration from the story of Ed, Ed Gein. Gein. Yeah, Ed Gein was from Wisconsin. We've talked about this on the podcast mm-hmm. before, and that's where I was born, or that's where I was raised at least. And I remember hearing the stories of Ed Gein and then knowing that this was based on it. I was like, oh, creepy. Yeah. And you know, he only murdered two people. That they know of. Yeah. Yeah, he was more of a grave robber. He was more right? of a grave robber, but right. he did make a lot of things Arts. around his head. <laughs> Fine well, art. Well, lampshades. I mean, they were useful items. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Leonard Nimoy is a major collector. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, he he did grave rob, and he and and that's what they do in this movie. In yep. fact, it opens up. Um, you're talking about the uh, the the crawl. Yeah, the John Larroquette narration. Dude, I read that John Larroquette got paid for that uh, with a joint. That's correct. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Dan Fielding. <laughs> did yeah. you guys watch Night Court? Hell yeah. I did. I loved Night Court. I was a little kid. <laughs> yep. I remember it. Yeah. I used to think, oh, what's his name? I used to think him and Dana Carvey were the same person. Oh, Harry, yeah. Harry Anderson. Lu- yeah. Yeah. I, to- I loved Harry Anderson. Yeah. He was funny. He is no longer living. Yeah. Yeah. He's but, funny, dude. And then, and then he went on to do the John Larroquette show. He did. Right. John Larroquette did not hear it. No, we started with John Larroquette, yeah. but yeah, he went yeah, on yeah. to do that show. I don't, oh, know what he, I don't know what he's doing now. Yeah. Smoking that joint yeah, he got back in 1974. So the movie opens up with that crawl and that narration, and he tells us, hey, listen, I'm going to tell you this story about a man named Jed. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell you about Franklin and Sally Hardesty yep. um, and what happened to them in this gruesome Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know, I want to say something <laughs> about that narration. When you have a film, especially a horror film, like a film called a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they're placing it in a location that everybody's familiar with. And then you put the word chainsaw and then you put the word massacre and then people go see this movie and then you, you go to this movie and there's this narration and you believe it. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and a lot of people, it's very controversial. We'll discuss this later on too, but, and the way that they filmed it is uh, very um, real. Yeah, they presented very, yeah, documentary. Yeah. They presented, yeah, like like you're watching actual events. Yeah. yeah. So without saying like, oh, this is a mockumentary, they present it as this is a true story. This is the telling of the true story, and it's almost like we're watching it play out in front mm-hmm. of us. But we'll get to that in a second. So anyway, so Sally, her brother Franklin, he's an invalid. Uh, they tell they us say that, that in the, the yeah in the crawl invalid brother yeah um he's in a wheelchair and uh their three other friends uh kirk who is sally's boyfriend jerry and jerry's girlfriend pam and they are all driving through texas now they're going jerry aka disco stew <laughs> i wrote that in my notes too <laughs> does look like disco stew does look like disco stew um they are going 
somewhere. We don't know exactly why they're driving, but on the way, wherever they're going on this road trip, they're going to stop by where Sally and Franklin spent their childhood right. in mm-hmm. this Texas farm. a grand, Their grandparents' house. Yeah, their grandparents' house, right. yep. And um, along their way, they also want to visit their grandfather's grave. Well, the opening of the movie starts out with the police are all at this graveyard. Right. And it's been robbed. Yeah. And portions of bodies are yeah. s- like strung up. Um, like almost like, and there's like radio, like uh, narration too. That's kind of helping us, uh, yeah. like the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio, and even says in one of them, I wrote down. It's like it says only parts of the corpse have been removed, which is also sampled in a white zombie song. Like yeah. when, I, when I heard it, I was like, oh, that's where that's from. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you see the corpses strewn about, and kind of like in a decorative manner. Yeah, it's almost like a sculpture. Yeah, and uh, so they stop off there, and Sally gets out, and the cops you know, escort her to where her grandfather is and her grandfather's grave wasn't robbed, but she gets to see it. She comes back and, uh, they start driving away and they're like, wow, this is fucked up. And they're going to drive to the house. But along the way, they see a hitchhiker. Pick him Pick up. up. <laughs> Mock. Mock. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, and Franklin's like, I think we just picked up Dracula. <laughs> Franklin, this fucking guy. Let's talk about Franklin a little bit. What's your first impression of Franklin, Alan? Well, the actor who is he played the older him, brother or is he the younger brother? I do you don't, think? I don't know, but the actor who played him is like a method actor, so like it wasn't like any kind of like um, amateur performance. Um, well, and apparently he annoyed the piss out of a lot of people on yeah, the set, right? Because he, he was in character the whole time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was just an oddball character. Um, you know. He was kind of annoying at times, to say the least, but he kind of stole the scene at times. And you kind of wondered where it was going with, uh, you know, with his character. Um, but he seemed just out of place. He was. With, he wasn't yeah, he part didn't, of. He with, didn't fit in. He right. wasn't part of the crew that Sally right. hung out with. She didn't choose him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she chose these other people yeah. to be in her life, so they all have similar interests. He was, right. a, yeah, he was a burden. But what yes. I, what I got from it though was uh, Toby Hooper was he kind of had. A variety to the cast a little bit like you know you had, some diversity in there yeah, a little bit of diversity perhaps well, i think it's a good yeah it's a good character yeah but he is annoying as fuck he yeah. really is and he's he's the guy he's the guy who's always just like hey guys what are you guys doing tonight yeah. hey 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 uh-huh. hey always but nipping he, at the he heels he kind of has like an innocence to him a little bit well he has no friends yeah and he, he wants to no take along like oh i'll come along i'm coming too yeah. right but but Sally actually convinced him to come along because he he pro- he's probably in his basement, right? <laughs> rolling yeah. rolling die, you know, playing D and D. Yeah, he just wants to be everybody's friend, and like uh, every time he talks to a character, he always like emphasizes the second syllable of their name. He's like Sally, <laughs> Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> With Kirk and Pam though, he's like no. fuck. He's like oh man. <laughs> um, but uh, they pick up the hitchhiker, and the hitchhiker comes on. And uh, him and Franklin kind of share a moment where they're talking about <laughs> how to kill cattle. Yeah. At the and even house. Franklin, at the beginning, he's talking about, he's like, that they oh, have yeah, this they, bolt and they're just like, boom, 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 boom. Like, yeah, over and over and over again. <laughs> and clearly, Pam is like disgusted. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but anyway, so the hitchhiker comes along and, and he's like, yeah, you know that uh, fucking. Slaughter, yeah, slaughterhouse. slaughterhouse. 
And the hitchhiker's like, my brother used to work there. But the hitchhiker doesn't say it normally. This hitchhiker is a weirdo, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if if they chose one hitchhiker to pick up, this is not the one no. to do that. This guy. What would you think of this guy, David? Uh, yeah, just very weird. He, he talks. He, he kind of uh, has a halted way of speaking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got something wrong with him. Yeah, yeah. He talks like he's constipated. Or but they're all kind of cool. Passing a kidney stone or uh, something. Initially, they're all kind of like, whatever. He's just a fucking, maybe he's on drugs or, yeah. you know, he just needs yeah. to get someplace. They're like, you know, he's going to melt in this heat. Let's pick him up. Yeah. Whatever. It kind of made, so Franklin's character kind of, it, it made a contrast between the hitchhiker and the group of kids traveling the teenage, the, you know, the young people. Um, so the banter between those two is interesting because they're talking about slaughterhouses mm-hmm. and they both have knowledge and experience or they know kind of, of a fascination. They know of it, you know, they're familiar with it because Franklin, uh, what was his grandfather or yeah. right? he worked or his uncle or something. Yeah. And they're like kind of disputing a little bit about what the best way is to. Oh yeah, uh, he's like that. Use the sledge. Yeah, he's like they died better that way. Yeah. So it's so it's interesting the way they're. (laughs) They've ever asked them if they ever had head cheese. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Boil the head. Yeah. So it's it's interesting the way they're discussing this, and then the viewer is observing this discussion. Yeah, they they start talking about knives. Franklin has Mm -hmm. this uh, like whittling like pocket knife that he's like playing with. And the hitchhiker takes it and cuts his own hand with it. Yeah, and they're then, like, Jesus Christ. And mm. they, but they still don't kick him out. Yeah, and he's kind of like, all right, well, now what can I do? And he's like, and he takes out a camera. <laughs> he like, takes out takes a Polaroid a camera, takes a picture of Franklin, and then says, you could pay me now. And Franklin's two, like, two dollars. It's a good picture. And then Franklin looks at him, he's like, you can barely even see me. It's <laughs> not a good picture. Yeah. You're not, I don't, you know, sir, I don't think you're a photographer. Yeah. You don't, <laughs> so you don't have a gift. The hitchhiker takes Clearly. it and he, and he burns it. Mm-hmm. And that's when they kick him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You burned a photograph. Are you crazy? <laughs> this guy burned a photograph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, but Franklin like almost takes that as a personal insult too. Like he thinks like that's like a, like a, like a, almost like a bad sign. Like he burned a picture of me. He's pissed off at me. Yeah. He's going to come get and me. And before they kick him out, like he cuts Franklin with a knife on his arm. Franklin's yep. like, oh, get out. And they kick the hitchhiker out. He like kicks the van. <laughs> Dude, the when they it. drive away, they drive away like two miles an hour. Well, they're in this old fucking van. It uh, takes a while for that. Still like, though, he's kicking four it. Four cylinder, smearing his blood on there. Right. Yep. Um, the four banger rape van can only go so fast. <laughs> so um, the group is like, "Fuck, uh, we got to go get some gas." So this this movie also takes place at a time period and. In uh and in a in a place where gas could run out, mm-hmm. right? Like especially in these back ass woods, like there was no freeways or highways that we have today with like truck stops, popular truck stops. It was like you drove down this highway, yeah. but it wasn't like populated. Yeah, no, right? there were there were. Free- and if you've ever driven yeah. through Texas, there's a long a of stretches nothing. of that shit. I, I've driven through Texas a number of times. I mean, there were freeways in the '70s, but there were also a lot of highways. Yes. And, uh, for sure there, there were gas stations, but they were very few and far between. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this one was like this, you know, like when you drive out to California from here, there's always those podunk gas stations uh-huh. that you're like, does anybody ever stop there? Yeah. And then like you're, you have to pee and you're always like, oh God, what, what horror awaits me in this bathroom? You open up and you're like, oh Jesus Christ. And, and every time you stop at that one, 
if you've seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you're always like, fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre is going <laughs> to yes. happen to me here. It's going to happen here. Oh. As I, yeah, you know, use the restroom in this uh, Jackson Pollock splattered uh, toilet. <laughs> Obviously, like, you know, we're in a part of Arizona where, you know, when we drive to California, we drive through the desert, and there's a lot of um, just areas out there where like, you can tell there's communities, but. It's like, who lives there? Yeah, yeah. people who, who didn't plan financially. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, who's stuck there? Who's stuck there? Yeah. Like, every know. time... I, well, I don't want to isolate people, but every time I stop in one of those places and I, I have to, like, I've purchase something, stop. I'm like, why are you why here? Why are you here? Yes. Yeah. Like, why? why? Why have you done this? But somebody's got to live there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I got to buy it's beef like, jerky from somebody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, even past Quartzsite, yeah. like out, even past Blythe, like in that stretch. Between Blythe and like Palm Springs. Between yeah, yeah, Blythe yeah. and, yeah, like you just. You past like Coachella and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even, yeah. even before Coachella, like you see areas and they're not even along the freeway. They're like out. They're like, off in the distance. Yeah, they're you like, can just see them. Like, you what, can what see you them doing like over 10 there? miles out. Like needles. Yeah. You've been to Needles, yeah. California. That's like another place that's. You just like- see like trailer homes and stuff, and then you see like uh, just old beat up vehicles, just like a a bunch of vehicles just out in the middle of the desert. Yeah, or just, yeah, it's just fucking abandoned. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. It really is. <laughs> yeah, it makes you think. So they stop at this gas station to to fill up, and uh, the owner comes out, and this is the proprietor, Jim Sidow. <laughs> right. Okay, so there's this other guy too who washes their window and he like comes out with a bucket and he starts washing their window. (laughs) And then every time the proprietor walks away, he stops washing and he walks away and then the proprietor will come back and he'll continue washing. I didn't notice that. That's funny. You didn't notice that? No, that's hilarious. Well, I noticed the guy. I didn't notice that his, his work ethic was poor. Every time the proprietor (laughs) talks to the, to the people in the car, to Kirk and uh, Jerry, the guy washes the car. And then every time he's done, he walks away. He just stops what he's doing. <laughs> and so he does Boss that like in here. I ain't doing shit. <laughs> he does it like three times. Yeah. But um, that's that's the last time we see that guy. Oh yeah. It's like who is this guy? What's he do? What's his story? Yeah. So anyway, um, but the proprietor says we ain't got no gas. We probably won't have any gas until like Monday or tomorrow or whatever he says um, at the earliest. So they're like, fuck. All right. Well, meanwhile, Pam and Sally are getting a soda or whatever. I don't know if anything happens, but they come back and then they decide they're going to go visit the house. Yeah, because it's close by. And they're like, we can just wait until the gas truck comes and then we'll right. fill up later. Yeah, we'll fill up later. So they decide to go there. And Franklin even says, hey, there's an old swimming hole. You guys can go swimming. Swimming hole. So many, so many poor choices. <laughs> uh, they go to this house. Now, here's the other thing about this, too, is like, this is a house that Sally, who let's say she's 22. At best, okay. <laughs> this is a house she said she like grew up in. Yeah, it's this house what has the a, hell happened <laughs> in those sixteen years that she hasn't been in this house. Yeah, there's it, been zero upkeep and and like <laughs> it's deteriorated. It's been right? like eighty years since yeah, yeah, been yeah. in this house. This house is it's an abandoned meth house. Yeah, this house is the most piece of shit <laughs> house ever. But uh, of course, they leave Franklin behind because <laughs> poor fucking Franklin. It's like rough wheel. terrain. Like, yeah, you're trying to get in. No, the but there's no ramps. It's not no. handicapped accessible. Yeah, no, it is not ADA. But compliant. he's he's too busy out there wondering where his knife is and looking at the blood smear, thinking that it's spelling something on it. <laughs> he's like, "What do you think that means, there, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> Kirk, do you think that guy wants to give me Kirk? 
Yes. <laughs> and he's always saying people's names too. He's like, Sally, do Sally, you ever, Sally, do you ever think that, Sally? Kurt, like he Jerry? begins and ends a sentence with the person's <laughs> name. Yes. So, but he gets pissed off at them because they're all laughing and having a good time. <laughs> Dude, it's like the, one of the most memorable scenes. I remember, like, even the first time I saw it, like that part where they're all like giggling in the house. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. and he does it like ten times. And each time he takes like a huge gasp of air before he goes. <gasps> right after that, Jerry and Pam come down, and they're like, "Hey, Franklin, how's it going?" And hey, he's all, he's all fine. <laughs> he's like, he's calmed down, right? Because he's too embarrassed. And they're like, "Where's that uh, swimming hole?" And he's like, "Oh, it's out there." Follow the trail. Yeah. So they follow the trail out there. And of course, the swimming hole's dried up. <laughs> Dude, and uh, that guy has a great voice crack. Was that Jerry? Yeah. He's like, oh, this, this must be it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I would have done another take. I'd I think like, that's Jerry. I'd have been like, Toby, uh, my voice cracked. Can we do that again, please? <laughs> this is embarrassing. So Jerry, I think it's Jerry. Oh, no, it's Kirk. Is it Kirk? It's Kirk. It's okay. Kirk. Yeah. Kirk and Pam. Jerry is Sally's boyfriend? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Kirk and Pam. Okay, sorry. Uh, so Kirk and Pam... They see a house off in the distance. They're like, well, maybe they have gas. Yeah. And they hear a generator running. Well, she's up. She doesn't want to, you know. He's, yeah, but Kirk's he's a, like, look, I'm he Kirk. He wants to get some gas. Well, I think he's like, if they have a generator, they have gas. Yeah. And if we, they have we can gas, make, we need gas. And he's like, we yeah. can trade. I can leave my guitar as collateral. Like, we get some gas. We'll go fill up. And then we'll come back and come get back, my give guitar. him some more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's and got a whole like, plan. On, he's got it all figured out. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Pam's <laughs> like, come on. I just wanted to fuck you. He's like, no, no, seriously. <laughs> so they go to this house and uh, he's, they see all these old cars. Like, like Ellen was saying, oh, <laughs> like yeah. you see those yeah. old cars and they're all like, hmm, all these old cars. And they're like covered by camouflage and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, they don't see anybody. They hear the generator running. So they go kind of knocking on the door and Pam's like, fuck you. I am not this going to this idea. house. I'm going to go sit yeah. on the swing. I'm going to go swing. <laughs> and Kirk says, all right, you chill out here. I'll be right back. So he knocks on the door and kind of opens the screen door because it's just a screen door. He's like, hello, hello. And then very faintly, he hears like a... Yep. <laughs> so he's like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, hello? Somebody, mm. Somebody's in there. Mm. So he's like, somebody's in fucking trouble, right? Yeah. So fucking King Kirk to the rescue. <laughs> he runs in, but the fucking goofus... Trips, trips, and then we get one of the most memorable scenes. That shot is fantastic in yeah. all of horror films, right? And he falls, and he looks up, and out pops Leatherface. And the first time or the last time I saw this movie, I it still kind of gets it's me. It's awesome. The only other movie that has a moment like that is Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, when the character of Leatherface pops out in the. Um, Radio station. Right? Oh yeah, right. yes. And like, I'm just through like, the wall. That's yeah. still fucking creepy. That still scares me every time because I'm like, I know it's, I know it's coming. Yep. <laughs> I just don't always remember when exactly. Yeah. Right. And she's talking to Chop Top, uh, and uh, he just he just bursts out like the <laughs> like the Kool Aid Man. Yeah. Yeah. That gets me. But this Leatherface <clears throat> gets me also. It's such a brutal scene because and then he just hits him. Pop, he hits him with a hammer. With the hammer. And, he, and he starts twitching. He's convulsing. He's flopping like a fish. Like just the way they, they described in the van. Dude, and, and, and then prior. he just and then he right. takes the door and just slams it shut. It was like, oh my god, yeah. awesome! And then slams the steel door shut. Boom. And it's just and it's still an initial feeling of like, oh crap. Like, and then now you're glowing. As, a, as an audience member, and Pam has, no, oh, shit. Pam has no clue. Nope. And 
And she's because waiting. the generator's also so loud that she couldn't even hear anything Nothing. anyway if, if he did make a noise, but he didn't. As an audience member, you're like, what the fuck <laughs> just happened, yeah. right? If you knew nothing about this movie and you saw that, you'd shit your pants right yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a little while, so Pam's like, you know what? Fuck this. So she goes looking go for check. Kirk. And you get that tracking shot like behind her. It's like a but, the butt shot. It's one of the best it's shots. It's one of the most beautiful <laughs> shots ever. Not just because of her butt, but the way that it goes through the swing. Yep. And then up into this house, and it makes the house look so grandiose, but so dilapidated. Right. Um, anyway, they go up. Follows her into the house. She goes in, and she sees some weird shit going on. So she starts looking around. And she comes into this room. Yeah. It was like taxidermy, but with like bones. Bones. Like, it's like, like human it looks like remains. human bones. Yeah. There's yeah. feathers everywhere. There's a chicken, chicken in a fucking cage. <laughs> There's a there's a, a, a chair like a there's a, like a love seat like a love yeah. seat yeah made out of bones made out of a person yeah and there's feathers and bones everywhere she starts fucking screaming yeah you know, she freaks out and then yeah, he appears and then Leatherface comes dude that's a great shot too because she runs out the door he grabs her and something I never noticed I've seen this movie so many times um, her shoes fly off this mm-hmm. is the first time I ever noticed yeah because she gets to the patio. Yeah. And he grabs her back. He pulls her backwards and, and her, her shoes, shoes keep do, going forward. I did see that too. That was the first time I ever noticed that. You know what? I think you're right. I think that's the first time I've noticed it also. Um, but I did notice that her like flip-flops like, yep. fly right off. And he drags her. And this is where we get probably the second most iconic <laughs> scene. Maybe <laughs> the first. Um, where he grabs her and he takes her to the meat hook. <sighs> now, anybody who's seen this movie um, knows this scene. Um, but I remember there was a documentary about this movie a while back. And I even met Gunnar Hansen mm. um, years ago. He yeah. came down to Arizona. Me too. And he talked. we talked about that scene. I asked him a question about it. And he was like, the funny thing about that scene is like everybody says, oh, when you see that meat hook go right into her back. Yep. He's like, you never see never that. Never see, see it. You nope. see the meat hook. You see her. I lift her up. You hear she it? slams You hear down, a noise. Yeah. But you never see any penetration. Right. And... That's where I was getting to earlier on in the conversation as far as in the mind, you see it. Yep. Oh, yeah. You see I've it. also heard lots of people talk about like, oh, in the movie, like they chop people up and you see like their bo- their dismembered body parts right. flopping around. It's like, you don't see any yeah, of that. Yeah, you don't None see of that it. happens. No. Nope. The closest thing you see is uh, he does have Kirk's body on the butcher table when he puts her on the meat hook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you still don't see it. No. But you don't, that's, like I said, that's the closest you see It's implied. It. Right. Yeah, because he um, grabs a chainsaw and starts hacking away, but you don't see any of it. No. So And that was brutal too. Yeah. So uh was it this point? Oh I don't know if it's this point. Maybe it's when Sally comes. What's well, when uh, Disco when, Stew goes and looks uh Oh, now Disco Stew, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Disco Stew now goes. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> so Jerry, it's yeah. getting dark, and Jerry's like, listen. You two stay back here to Sally and, and Franklin. Yeah, I'm going to go look for them. I'm going to see what the hell's going on because it's been too long. So he goes out there and he sees the house. Right. Oh, God. How does... He enters. Like, I mean, he's looking for them. Oh, yeah. He yeah, goes yeah, he, in the he house. He goes too. right in. He goes right in. And he goes back through the... He goes red, through the door, like yeah. where the steel yeah. door, because it's open, right? And then he hears her pounding or yep. he hears a noise, hears a noise, from noise the freezer. in the freezer. And he opens it up and he sees her body. Right. And then she pops up. Leatherface comes out again. Yep. And now he has to kill smacks him with Jerry. Hammer, right? Smacks him with a hammer. 
shoves her body back, shoves Pam's body back down in the freezer, dude. closes it back up, and then this is when Leatherface is like, "What dude, the dude, fuck?" Yes, is going yes. On? yes, he yeah, looks yeah. around. He's like, "Jesus Christ!" Like, why does he? So, why does said, he keep coming into my I house? Said, I said to my wife the other day, "I go, Leatherface is going." I didn't think there was going to be such a rush today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or do you think he was like, "I don't want to kill anybody. Why yeah. do I have all these uh, like so, three home invasions in the same day?" So let's backtrack a little bit to Jerry's <laughs> reaction. Like his scream is just pretty intense it's pretty intense jerry yeah jerry yeah it's authentic though because none of the cast saw the character of leatherface i don't even think they met gunner hansen prior to these scenes oh really yeah, yeah I, I think, think i read that i read that too somewhere too where yeah, their reactions were, were, were genuine legit oh they were legit because they didn't know what to expect that's, that's pretty gnarly that's pretty gnarly so his reaction was legit <laughs> That's fucking gnarly. But man. you're right. Leatherface <laughs> is like, what the fuck? Like, he starts flipping out. He starts flipping out. He's, yeah, like, he's like, what the fuck is going on? Because you got to imagine. Plus, plus the like, guy is mentally he's spe- like. He's special. Yeah. yeah. And and who the fuck is going to show up in that area? Like, they just happen to show up because their their grandparents or they lived there. Yeah. In that, in that other house. So. So he starts freaking out. Yeah. Well, cut to Franklin and Sally. And and they're having an argument about a flashlight. And it, <laughs> Franklin won't give it to him. She wants and to go looking for him. Yeah, they're honking does. the horn. They're like calling Jerry! out. Yeah, you know. And it's it's by this part of the movie where it's just feeling real. And again, I mentioned this in another episode where you're just feeling like that sense of just like despair. Right. Like yeah, and it's like okay, we, something's gonna happen to these two fucking numb nuts. It's like and <laughs> and you're you're just you're. Just sitting and, there and watching Sa- in suspense, like what's gonna happen. And to Sally them? also feels it at this point. She's like, something's something's, something's wrong. And she's like, she's had it with Franklin. She's like, Franklin, I can't fucking I can't push, push you. you. Yeah. And he's like, Sally, I'll go with you, Sally. I'll go, I'm gonna go. I'll, I'm gonna I'll go, go with you, with you Sally. Go with I got you. the flashlight, Sally. I'll go with you, Sally. <laughs> and he Sally. wanted he wanted to leave, but the keys are gone. <laughs> Sally, Sally, I'll go with you, Sally. <laughs> Sally. Yeah. Sally, you there, Sally? <laughs> and then he's like, you hear that noise, Sally? Dude, and when well, she's they've been put- making so much noise that Leatherface, even though he's freaking out back there, you can imagine he's like, who the fuck's honking the horn? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's going out there to take care of some business on his property. And this is another scene that I remember from a kid because I just remember Franklin like rolling down and just I could just imagine him like all of a sudden Leatherface pops up. The chainsaw starts. This is like the first time we get the chainsaw, right? right. The chainsaw starts and he just like takes... And in my head, as a kid, I remember it just being like, he just splits him. <laughs> he, goes, <laughs> he goes one direction to the other direction on the wheels, but he, he kills him, right? Yeah, oh, immediately, yeah. yeah. And then Sally's like, wow, oh, she shit. fucking heads for Z Hills. Dude, as a kid, were you so happy when Franklin got it? I mean, yeah. I was too. <laughs> as an adult, I kind of was too. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so Franklin gets it. Sally runs away. Of course, she runs to the house. Yep. Leatherface goes back there, and this is where Leatherface chainsaws the door, <laughs> which will come back into play later. Uh, Sally runs upstairs, and she sees two corpses. Uh, grandma and Grandpa yep. <laughs> are upstairs, yeah. or who we, I guess, assume could be Grandma and Grandpa. Yeah, uh, more, Gra- on, grandma, more on Grandma's dead. More yeah. on them later, yeah. and she gets out of there then because Leatherface is chasing. She after jumps her. out the window. She, she jumps, jumps out, out a couple out of windows. windows. <laughs> yeah, right. She jumps out the window and she's running through the fucking brambles. She's got like, she's running through the thickets, right? And Leatherface is chasing after her with the chainsaw. She finally gets to the gas station. And 
as soon as she gets to the gas station, the chainsaw stops. And it's silent. Mm-hmm. And Jim Sidow is there, the proprietor. I'm safe. And he's like, what's going on? What's going on? And she's like, they're after me. You know, she's fucking, she's crazy. She just saw her brother get chopped mm-hmm. up. She's she saw fucking two dead corpses right. in the fucking <laughs> attic of this fucking house. A guy's chasing after her with a fucking face on his face. <laughs> and a yeah. chainsaw. By the way, we can talk about Leatherface's look. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. there's three actual Leatherface looks in this in this movie. Right. The one, the butcher leather face that mm-hmm. we see first. Yeah. The pretty lady. The pretty lady is last. And then in the middle, it's like Happy Mary Homemaker like leather face. Like <laughs> yeah. he's prepping dinner and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know why, right? It's different personalities. No. He has no identity. So it's he's not, he's not taking on a personality. He's basically just trying to imitate something that he feels is what he should be and that's what the face represents right he's, he's so when he's, he's the not butcher even, he wears this face yeah he's not even that personality like he's 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 nothing really so he has yeah. multiple personalities and no personality all at the, all same, the same time. time right like he's undertaking these like identities based on a mask that's all it is yeah so he feels like if he's preparing dinner he has to be like a pretty lady that was probably on like <laughs> leave it, like leave it to Beaver, you know, something that they saw on the TV. Well, that's like the old woman mask, and then the pretty lady right. one is the one with the makeup, and that's like formal dinner, like I'm gonna eat, so yeah. I gotta dress up, mm-hmm. right? And then yeah. the butcher one is like this, like you know, yeah. well, who has whosoever face he stole that off, of. yeah, <laughs> probably the guy who fired him from the fucking yeah. So um, so the mask is the identity slaughterhouse, mm-hmm. and I always thought that was interesting, yeah. Um, so the proprietor's like, calm down. Yeah, she wants to use the phone. He's like, we don't have to use the phone, or we don't have a phone here. The cost of electricity, like, is enough yeah. to put a guy out of business. But he's like, I'll get my truck. We'll go. I'll and, take you to where I can get a phone. And then he leaves, and it's like silent for a while. And it seems like a long shot where she's just kind of staring out the door, and nothing's happening. So, as an audience member, you're like, this guy seemed nice enough, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. What happened to him? Is he getting killed by Leatherface off in yep. the distance? Oh, but he, it makes a viewer think. And then the truck sure. pulls up. You're like, okay, he's all right. All right, cool. Yeah. And then he comes in <laughs> and he proceeds to grab a broom and beat the shit out of her. <laughs> well, he's got like a burlap sack and kind of insinuates like, all right, get in, on. get inside this sack. <laughs> and she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And then he beats her with a broom and he kind of knocks her out. And he puts the burlap sack on her and ties her up, sticks her in the truck. And he's like, this is like when Jim Sidow gets creepy. He's got that those teeth, yeah, and that grin, and he's, he's all like hard. poking her with the yeah, broom, like, <laughs> yeah, and he gets all fucking weird too. And he's got the old herky jerky style of driving too. Yeah. He's like, Ooh. <laughs> and then he sees the hitchhiker on the side of the road, and they exchange words. They know each other. Uh, the hitchhiker like gets in because the hitchhiker's like, those are the people. Yep, and he's like, you let them get away. I only got one of them now, right? And uh, and he's like, well, well, whatever, we'll get the other ones or, or whatnot. So they go back to the house, and of course mm-hmm. they're with Leatherface. And uh, <laughs> Jim Sida, look what your brother did to the door. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's very upset about that door. <laughs> he is, and then he sees Leatherface, and he's all, he's like cowering, and he's like beating him. My grandfather <laughs> built that door with his bare hands, and he's like beating him, and he's like. 
He's like, did you get all of them? And he's all, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> did you notice Franklin's wheelchair also in the background, like folded not. up? Oh, yeah, that's It's folded awesome. up in the background too. Right. So I was that's like, red. oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah. So he did clean up his mess. And yeah. he's like, and, and Leatherface, without using words, is like, there's one in there and there's one over there. And he's like pointing out where he got all of them. And then he's like, well, all right. But what did you do to the door? <laughs> like he's yeah. still pissed off about that. So then they decide they're going to have uh, Sally for dinner. <laughs> Literally. And uh, they are at the dinner table, and she's tied up. This is a this is an intense scene. Also, I, I heard when they were filming this scene, it was like 120 degrees outside, right. and the meat oh, and was everything spoiling, just and it was just oh, hot and gross. stanky in that in that room. Cast and crew were were throwing up at different times during filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, they did this whole scene she's at the head of the table and then there's grandpa at the other <laughs> head and it's his corpse right um and then you got obviously leatherface the hitchhiker and, and the proprietor and they're um they're like arguing but they're also talking to her and then the the hitchhiker's like and and then it comes out the hitchhiker's like we do all the work meaning him and leatherface um you don't do shit except for make barbecue. And he's like, well, I was never one for killing. <laughs> he's yeah, just yeah. the cook. I just don't see no point. Like, you're <laughs> just the cook. <clears throat> so they obviously don't have a good relationship. Now, what did you think their relationship was? Is that the father? Because I think I remember hearing that he's the older brother, actually. And that they're all three brothers. Ah, uh, okay. It's just that the proprietor is the oldest brother. But I don't know. He could be the father. Yeah, he could be. I mean, he's obviously the senior He's uh, yeah, the I just assumed he was the dead, and then the yeah. the old 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 guy was uh, Grandpa. Yeah. Right. Well, they decide that they're going to kill Sally, but they're going to let Grandpa do <laughs> He's it. He's a pro. He's the best. Yeah. You won't even feel a thing. And Grandpa's alive. Bar- <laughs> yeah, 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 barely. But yeah. they let Grandpa suck on her finger too. Yeah, which oh, yeah. is a real creepy scene. It's and we gross. get a lot of close ups of Sally's eyes too. Yeah, we do. She's just like looking around when she's not screaming. Mm-hmm. Right. By the way, she screams like one of the best screamers yeah. in, in movie history. Yeah. Um, she's passed away not that long ago. No. The actress who played her, Marilyn Burns, mm, um, which is sad. But anyway, she was one of the best screamers. But she, uh, Grandpa's grabbing the, they're putting the, the hammer in Grandpa. <laughs> they got a bucket like uh, and the hammer her head and he keeps dropping it. Yeah. Keeps dropping it. He hits her like once pretty good. And you can see the Grandpa's getting frustrated. He's like, Ugh. <laughs> He's like I just want to eat. Yeah, <laughs> just and, leave me alone. <laughs> and finally, Sally escapes. And she, she jumps out of another window, right? <laughs> she jumps out the window, and she she's fucking gone. Yeah, and she's running around, running out, and it's like dusk, mm-hmm. um, or dawn. Yeah, yeah, dawn. dawn sorry, uh, it's dawn, and she's running out, and uh, the hitchhiker starts chasing after, her, and he's like, and he's kind of running in circles. He's not yeah. really running in a straight line. No. He's having fun with it. No. Leather, Leatherface is giving chase. Yeah, and this is where you know this is this right here. Oh yeah, the Brett tattoo. Um, where he's got the chainsaw and he's running after mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. with his uh, suit on, and uh, they go out there, and the hitchhiker finally captures her while she's in the road. But along comes a semi. Yeah, and it's like, mur, mur. <laughs> she gets out of the way. He doesn't. Hitchhiker doesn't. No. We do see that. We do yeah. see him get hit and run yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. And then uh, we won't see the hitchhiker again until part two. Yeah, <laughs> when <laughs> he's right. a dead body. He's nubbins. Nubbins. Right. <laughs> um, 
and then Leatherface comes up. Um, the, the, I like how the 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 truck driver is the best with a fucking monkey wrench. His name is Ed Gwynn, is the actor, <laughs> yeah. and he comes out. And he's like, he runs because he's like, what the fuck's going on? And then he sees Leatherface and he turns oh, around. Fuck. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, no <laughs> and thanks. He runs back. And he just runs. He runs past. Because doesn't he come out with like a pipe wrench or something? He's like, all right, let's bust some like skulls or something. He's like, oh shit, that guy's got a chainsaw. See yeah. ya. He fucking bolts. He runs past he, his truck. He <laughs> ditches his truck. <laughs> and then a pickup truck comes by it turns around it picks up sally but oh, it yeah. he does throw the monkey wrench at leatherface though because it hits him and like he cuts part of his own leg that's with the right chainsaw. hits him in the head oh, and leatherface yeah. falls back and he hits his uh, leg with the chainsaw and he's like oh man that hurts i probably shouldn't do this to people yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm sorry <laughs> he goes sorry and they're like oh you're canadian he's like yeah yeah, yeah eh? <laughs> we're just snowbirds <laughs> and we're just down here for the for the winter <laughs> but uh for the good weather <laughs> <laughs> Come on back for some vittles. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like how the, the pickup truck driver picks uh, Sally up and he keeps looking back as he's driving. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit. And Sally like gives this maniacal, like, I'm going to be fucking crazy for the rest of my life laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, she turns up again. The actress and the character turns up again, I believe, in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, Leatherface, ah. um, when they're in the hospital. Hmm. She's like crazy. Oh, that's wow. cool. <clears throat> I believe it's three. Um, but, uh, but yeah, then they drive right by the truck driver, the semi truck driver. They don't even stop for him. <laughs> nope. You're on your uh, own pal. But then we end with Leatherface, and he's flipping out. Twirling his twirling chainsaw. the chainsaw. Like, Whoa! yeah, the end. And it's not even like a human, Mm-mm. like he's an animal reaction. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, he's an animal. This movie is one of my favorite all time horror movies. Um, I am not going to bury the lead. I gave it five heads from the cinematography. We talked about that, that one specific shot uh, where it pans up between the swing up through the house, uh, following Pam as she's walking to the house to the reveal of Leatherface and the way that they shot that when uh, Kirk falls and he looks up and you just see Leatherface and he's just like, boom, framed by that door with the taxidermy behind him, that red wall with all the skulls to the fact that it leaves a lot to the imagination, much like Jaws, which is another film that I love. We don't have to see the gore to make it gory. Mm -hmm. Um, The music or lack thereof yeah, it's yeah. There's no. It's minimalist. It's very. There's minimal. no score. I think it was all music that was cleared or like purchased, and then there's just like noises. They yeah. use samples from uh, slaughterhouses too. Yeah, it's very minimal Sample sounds, and and the, and the sound at the beginning. So the sound is also really good in this movie. The sound at the beginning, where it's the light bulb flashing, but it sounds like it's a chainsaw, mm-hmm. but it's also a light bulb burning in those old timey cameras yep. where it's like. Yeah. Um. The fact that it's as grainy as it is is grindhousey. I guess of a, is that if that's a word, it no, feels like it's a, not a word, but, <laughs> but it is a grindhouse film. Uh, it feels like a documentary, right? Um, the acting I thought was phenomenal. I mean, for everybody, right. there was no bad actor. No, um, there wasn't a place for there to be a, really a bad actor. We had a minimal cast, and they all did wonderful in their roles. Um, and uh, Sally, I thought, I, I said that earlier, I thought she does such a great job. Um, and then Ed Neal as the hitchhiker is phenomenal. Obviously, Gunnar Hansen is whatever. He's awesome. But And Jim Sidow. Because they, they have words that they use. And I think 
um, we can get more out of their acting performance. But the fact that Leatherface says nothing and we get such a great presence out of him. So five heads for me. Cool. Boom. What'd you think, David? Uh, I also love this movie. Um, like we said earlier, I saw it at a young age. So it it is cemented in my brain uh, as far as like just like my formative years of watching horror. Uh, I loved it as a kid, and I, as I was watching it, this is the first time I've watched it since we've started the podcast, because this is one I come back to pretty regularly, so I, I tried to find, this time I tried to watch it through a different lens, and I was looking more at things like the cinematography, and the, the camera work, and the editing, and the sound, and all that stuff, and I got thinking about how when I was a kid, and this is a movie that if you have kids you can show your kids this movie. Like, I mean, it's not, it's all the violence is implied. So, and if you got kids that can handle that, like it's not gory. There's no Um, sex. There's no sex. There's no nudity. There's maybe one or two, like I think somebody calls somebody a bitch. And I think that's about it as far as like profanity. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the movie is creepy and effective. And it, it, like we were saying earlier, like you picture things that never happened. Like you just you make the connection just from watching it and the way things are implied. Um, I think it's a really great movie, one of the best horror movies of all time. I was kind of on the fence on this one with a four and a half to a five, but I'm gonna go five on this one as well. Nice. I think it made a connection uh, at the time that it came out, like post Vietnam, uh, like just the United States were, was just in recovery, but you also had Watergate and. Um, what was the other world event that was going on? I can't remember, but uh, it it was something that I think had an impact on the U.S. culture as far as you have these kids taking a road trip, you know, doing something that you know Americans were doing at the time, and you have this age group where you know, just kind of like a sense of innocence and, you know, just like any other, you know, seventies kid. It was also like post Manson family. Yeah. Um, America where it was like, right. Mm -hmm. You know, with the hitchhikers and stuff. And I was like, right. Maybe we should, we, yeah. Yeah. Can't necessarily trust people. And and here you are post the hippie movement, I guess of the late sixties. Yeah. And we're in recovery mode from Vietnam war. And, and, you know, you're, you're in this area in Texas and, you know, it's a place that you think, there's really nice people and you know you watch this movie and you're just like wow like are are there people really like this in texas you know like or anywhere and it's just it's shocking and and it still has a lasting impact um but like you guys said the cinematography this is one of the best directed movies i've ever seen just the camera direction, the sound, the editing, the performances. Dude, Alan, real quick, something I never picked up on until this time when I watched it was the camera work when they first move go into the house, like the right. the, the childhood home. Like right. the camera kind of follows them in right. through the door and up the stairs. Like really cool. They Toby Hooper did a lot of long shots, mm-hmm. like distant camera positions, that sort of thing. Um and like Brett pointed out, the the shot behind Sally, the butt shot, or no, not not Pam. Sally, Pam, where uh, you know you're looking up at the house, the way they frame the shot, just really smart. And that shot was work. so good; they basically copied it in the remake. They with did. Jessica Biel. Like, yep. yep. Yeah. Um, but and I don't think we talked we talked about this, but 
this is one of those films that it, it's one of the early American slasher films where you have this brute character. It's like, like this humanoid character It's not entirely human, but it is a human, but there's, you know, a human some, monster, so a human monster. And there's an instrument of destruction. I mean, I could go on. We've, we've said, yeah. we've said everything that needs to be said about this film. I gave it a five. It's an easy five to give this film. Boom, dude. That is the only, that is the second consensus <laughs> five we've ever had. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Well, could we have another one? <laughs> no. <laughs> the second film uh, in this double feature is from uh, 1982, 83, I guess. Uh, U.S. release was 83. Spanish, Spain release was 82. It's a movie called Pieces. Uh, in Spanish, it's called Mil Gritos Tiene La Noche. Very good. Which is The Night Has a Thousand Screams. Mm. Uh, directed by Jay... <laughs> Come on, man. P- uh, Piquer Juan Simon Juan Piquer Simon Okay Juan Piquer Simon I just saw a J I didn't see one ah. uh, Written by Dick Randall <laughs> And Roberto Loyola <laughs> As John Shadow uh, <laughs> That's his AKA Yeah as Yeah um, It stars Christopher George As Lieutenant Bracken Linda Day As Mary Riggs Frank Branya As Sergeant Holden Paul L. Smith Smith As Willard Do you guys know who he was also? Mm-mm. He was Bluto right. in the Popeye movie. Popeye. Ah. Did you ever see that movie? That <laughs> Robert, Robert, Robert Robin, Robin Williams. Yeah, Robin Robert, Williams. Robin yes. Williams is in it. Um, we have Ian Sarah as Kendall, uh, Edmund Perdom as Dean Foley, and Jack Taylor as Professor Arthur Brown. The budget? I don't know how much the budget was. I couldn't find that information, but the box office was about two million dollars. Yeah. Um. Okay. Like I said, this movie was a Spanish film, um, but takes place in the United States. Kind of like those Italian um, giallo films where they're like um, uh, Italian made, Italian produced, but set set in America, America. filmed in America, but with actors of different languages. (laughs) Yeah, this this was set in Boston. Yeah. Um, But filmed primarily in Madrid. All right. So, fuck this movie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think <laughs> uh, I had never seen this movie neither had I and I had heard a lot about it and really? honestly I'd heard a lot of good things about it had you ever seen this one I own it oh mm. so you had seen it before had you seen it before or did you just buy it no I own it I've seen it before okay did you buy it after you saw it or did you this will be very telling I bought it and I saw it you bought, you it, bought first it first then and then you saw, you saw it? it yeah okay, okay. I'm, still, I'm still in suspense <laughs> I mean then. how can I see it if I don't buy it well, <laughs> I've seen it and I haven't bought it. <laughs> oh, you yeah. saw it for free? Yeah. Well, it was on Shutter. Shutter. It was Shutter. on Shutter. Okay. Yeah. Um, but well, you still uh, paid for it. It's a yeah, subscription. but if I but if I wanted to own it, like I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and yeah. then I was like, I need to own this, and yeah. I own it. I own multiple copies of it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I don't own this. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Nor will it be a purchase I make anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> if that gives anything away. Uh. 
for this fucking movie. All right, so it starts off, this kid is putting together this nudie puzzle. Tinny, bashed in 1942. <laughs> okay. Putting away <laughs> fucking nudie, yeah, nudie puzzle. Yeah. yeah. A nudie puzzle from 1980, by the way. <laughs> but in 1942. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's putting together this nudie puzzle, and his mom comes in, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're just like your dad. Oh. He was always putting together these nudie, nudie puzzles. puzzles. This nudie puzzle. So he's like, fuck you. And he kills her. <laughs> he hacks her ass up. Pretty brutal. The axes are real nice. Pretty, yep. pretty straight to the point. Yep. Then this chick like knocks on the door and doesn't take no answer for an answer. She's like, calls the cops immediately. Like, no one's at the door. <laughs> Call the cops. It's like, no one's <laughs> home, bitch. <Yeah. laughs> um, but anyway, so they come in and they like find the body and the blood. And they're like, oh, my God. And then little Timmy or whatever his fucking name is, he's in a closet. And he's like, acts like he didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. like he witnessed it. Or yeah, something. he's like, mommy. Mommy, what happened? Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, little Timmy, go live with your aunt now and be a psycho. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can do. Cut to present day. Present day, we get like, black gloved fingers of this man putting together that same bloodstained nudie puzzle. It was very Jalo like style. Yeah. yeah. Wannabe. Yeah. And he's putting together the puzzle. <laughs> Poor guy, it's his only puzzle, apparently. I know. <laughs> And he just can't seem to get it together. Nope. Or does he do like complete it, then break it apart, and then complete it again? I don't know. I don't know. I don't fucking care <laughs> enough. <laughs> so he fucking does that. We get some murders. There's this chick like hanging out in the grass, like reading a book, and Bluto's fucking trimming the trees. <laughs> She's like, how long are you going to be? He's like, not that long. Oh, no, like, it was another guy. He was oh, it was another guy. It was yeah. another guy. It was the killer. Yeah. Yeah. Bluto has the chainsaw later. This is can, why I picked the movie because the we, fucking chainsaw. Can we talk about Bluto's like look? Like he gives always, like that. Arr. He gives that kind of like side eye, and yeah. he has like kind <laughs> yeah, of like yeah, an yeah. eyebrow, and he clenches his fist. He's like, always pissed off. At like the he world. doesn't trust you or no. something. No, no. <laughs> don't we For also good like reason. around this time we get like a weird scene of like a person walking down the street and like oh, there's runs like, a into pane a of glass. Oh, that's the other thing. No, she's fucking, on a skateboard. Remind me of fucking Paperboy. Yeah, yeah, it does. She's on a skateboard. But that's the other thing too. Is like they start to establish like glass mirrors breaking as being like that's who's going to get killed or a murder's going to happen but then they end it because like the mom before she gets killed she breaks the glass oh. and then she gets killed so it's, it's in pieces right well that's not the name of the movie but anyway we're, we're, that's the american name but anyway so then this chick on the skateboard hits the glass for no reason like we never right. see any of these people ever again no. in our lives but she breaks the mirror that these guys, like out of a fucking Laurel and Hardy movie, right? They're like <laughs> they're walking down the street, two guys carrying a giant mirror. And then uh, she breaks it. And then right after that mirror breaks, then the chick who's complaining about the chainsaw gets her head lopped off. Yep. And her head's stolen, right? Only the body is left. Yeah, her head's missing. Because he's collecting the pieces. Because he likes puzzles, right? He's putting together a body. Yeah. If you don't got it already. Um. But then, like, the mirror element of it, because I was like, okay, anytime a mirror breaks, like, we're going to see a death. Like, they're, they're establishing a, a a theme. Right. Yeah. That they, they, It stops right there. Yeah. It never happens again. Yeah. We go from that to Kendall. Like, Kendall's the dude. This fucking <laughs> Ian Sarah. Muffin. This fucking guy. To any, <laughs> now, now it's like any chick who he wants to fuck or did fuck gets killed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden any chick he's like, hey, I'm going to lay. He's like an STD. Yeah. She's like, she's like, meet me at the pool. She Dead. fucking dies. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, 
anybody he, who he hits on or sleeps with gets fucking killed. <laughs> and this guy is relentless. Like, he wants to fuck everybody. Murders really are does. happening all around him. Yeah. And the undercover cop, this Mary Riggs, who, you know, she's like fucking Charlie's Angels. Like, she was a tennis player. a professional pro. tennis player and nobody notices. And now, like, she's an now, she's, now she's a teacher. And then she's an FBI agent yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, she's also an FBI agent. And she teaches jazzercise on the side. Do you remind me of, like, when you were a kid and you'd play with your friends? You'd be like, oh, dude, like, let's play like we're X-Men, like CIA agent, like uh, John McClane. Yeah. Like, where you would, like, take all these weird things and smush them together. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she was. What like movie, I said, she's yeah, Charlie's yeah. Angels. It's yeah. like Farrah Fawcett and Charlie's Angels. Like, <laughs> model by day, but fighting crime by night. Fox 5. Yeah. yeah. Fox Force Fox 5. Fox Force yeah. 5. So, I mean, we see, we see... We can get through this really quick. We see girls <laughs> getting decapitated. They're getting killed all over They're the place. They're getting killed. Body parts... Like uh, arms getting chopped off, right? Legs getting chopped. Stat water, uh, water some beds really, being yeah, stabbed. Some really bad dubbing. Like, there's a part like, uh, about, like, uh, smoking... Pot and fucking on a waterbed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then, speaking of that waterbed scene, like he stabs her in the back of the head and it yeah. comes out her mouth, but like clearly they didn't edit it good enough because it like stabs and he stabs to the side of her head and we even see the knife blade go to the side. Yeah. And then it's and it like, comes out of her- then it cuts to it coming out of her <laughs> yeah, mouth. And I'm right. like, you could have cut it like, I don't know, a couple frames prior to that. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> we also get one of the most racist scenes in the entire history. The karate scene? With Bruce Lay. Yeah, you know yeah. Bruce Lee. Right, was? right, right. <laughs> no. right. Bruce after Bruce Lee died, they came out with a bunch of like rip-off movies. There was Bruce right. Lai, Bruce Lee with one with, E, there was Bruce yeah, Lee. Name variations. But they were all like uh these like cuz Bruce Lee was like hugely famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after he died and Enter the Dragon came out after he yeah. died, he was hugely famous even more, mm-hmm. right? A lot of uh kung fu exploitation. Kung fu exploitation, right. that's right. Yeah, this, and that scene comes out of nowhere. This guy was one of those guys. <laughs> he starts attacking the tennis player. This guy was in all the Bruce Lee uh, movie sequels that Bruce Lee couldn't be in because uh, he was dead. Okay. <laughs> right. He was like in Game of yeah. Death 2. Yeah, <laughs> Bruce Lee's Game of Death. <laughs> you know, he was in Enter the Dragon too. Um, but yeah, that comes out of nowhere. So I had to rewind it, like because I was like, did I miss something? I was so, like, no, no. So Mary, <laughs> where is this? Where did this character come from? Yeah, I thought I missed something. Mary's walking along, and all of a sudden, Bruce Lee comes out of nowhere, starts attacking her. He starts attacking her. They fight, and then she kicks him in the balls, and then Ian or. Uh, Kendall? Kendall comes up and he's like, uh, Professor Wong. That's my kung fu professor. Th- this is either kung <laughs> kind fu of school or karate. Is yeah, he's like, that's my kung fu professor. And then the kung fu professor, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> this is what he says. He goes, oh, me don't know what happened. Must be bad chat suey. Go. Yeah, dude. He says, <laughs> he says, I go for John. Next thing, I'm on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> must, be, must be bad chat suey. <laughs> I'm like... Dude, it's, I thought it's the like, same thing. I was like, holy shit. It's like, dude, she just kicked you in the nuts. <laughs> like, but I was like, this was racist even in 1982. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know how they got away with it. I don't know why it was inserted. Maybe they were like, you know what? This Bruce Lee, Lee guy, he's going to get us fucking people asses uh, in seats. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth the racism. And it wasn't even funny? No. I, it it was, wasn't even a good... Co- it was stupid. It I think like the grindhouse scene. shit like, was like kind of anything goes. It was so, so dumb yeah. and so out of place. Oh, it was awful. Like I said, most racist <laughs> thing I've ever seen. I laughed. Well, maybe not the most racist thing I've ever seen, but... <laughs> I fucking laughed. I, I don't only give laugh- a shit. I mean, I laughed at the, at the absurdity, but I was like, wow. Yeah, That's I, the point. That's the absurdity. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I was just like... I... I too was in awe 
at that scene. My son watched yeah, this with me. Yeah, my notes, I have lots of stars around that scene. Like, oh my God, did I just see this? My son watched this with me and he goes, what was that? And yeah. so today he texted me on my way over here. He goes, are you going to go to your podcast? And I go, yeah. He goes, remember the chop suey guy? Because <laughs> he's like, you got to bring that up on the podcast. Thanks, son. Yep. So shout out to Brody. Um, so anyway, yeah, Kendall wants to fuck everybody. They all okay. So it's a it's a mystery. This movie, like we don't know who the killer is. Like, right. Is it Kendall? Well, it's obviously not Kendall, right? Because he wasn't around in 1940. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's got to be somebody older. So yep. it, it yeah. narrows it down to like two or three. Characters. There's a few like red herrings. So there's a teacher. Oh, there's the big one. The professor's teacher. the big red herring, which is so obvious that it's not him. For a while, it's assumed that it's uh, Bluto. Yep. Right. He gets arrested. Even he gets arrested. And then he, they, he, like, beats, he beats up some cops. No, <laughs> oh, he takes care of them yeah. too. <laughs> he beats the shit out of them. Yeah. Uh, it takes like eight cops to like <laughs> bring him down. That's a big dude too. Um, they even arrest Kendall, and then they're like, "Eh, we know you didn't do yeah. it." Yeah, it's but like, how do you know he didn't do it? I, I love, Everybody who he slept with has been killed. I love how Christopher George like takes a liking to him. He's like, "Come along, kid, you can help us solve the mystery." Yeah. <laughs> He's chomping on his cigar. <laughs> yeah. I love, I I love these '70s films and even these '80s films where you have these, you have these men, these actors. And they're a throwback. You don't really see guys like this anymore, but they're chomping cigars yeah. and they're just hey. like, you know, they kind of have a gruff to them. But those guys never existed in the first place. Those were caricatures of guys. <laughs> no, guy, I don't know. They, they're, you know, guys like that were like war vets and stuff like that. But cops don't, there used to be cops like that once upon a time, I yeah. think. But, you know, but I love those movie <laughs> cops where they're chomping cigars and they're like, you know, gotta follow the book kid and all I this do other everything stuff, by the book you know yeah. except for when i don't I, come yeah, on kid i play you know. by my own rules i also play by the book <laughs> but you know <laughs> come on now he takes a liking to kendall like what the fuck like this what is, is there like, to like about that kid what? anyway and like this kid's useless it's like okay like <laughs> and he's like immediately like we need your help kid like it's like okay he like, like becomes like a cop what basically? the fuck is he gonna do yes. i don't know he's taking kung fu classes guys yeah. at the university yeah, kung fu skills <laughs> Yeah, he's also, too, like, yeah, because the cop's like, hey, we, we need you. Like, come also, along with us. He's also a poon hound, so <laughs> he could <laughs> get all the ladies for him. We'll, uh-huh. get his, we'll get his leftovers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Like, we'll pick up the scraps. We Kendall see, will do all the dirty work. <laughs> we see a nice shot. We'll of scavenge. His, we see a nice shot of his, of his junk. I'm swimming too. in oh, your yeah, wake. we do see dick do. in this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a wiener. We see there's there's lots of boobs in this movie. You know what? There There is, but there isn't. And some breasts, too. <laughs> there is but there isn't because there's only like there's only like four sets i think that we, we see, see some bush too we see well, a little we see, we see a little we see four full ween yeah mm-hmm. and we see a couple of boobs this movie w- had it all oh <laughs> this yeah. movie had something for everyone something for everyone yeah <laughs> oh, the yeah. kids i love i know i know we're skipping around but i love how when one of the girls dies and then uh mary it's mary right i know where you're going mary, with this. the tennis player her reaction she, her reaction bastard bastard bastard, bastard. bastard. i loved it it's a bastard like four or five times because it was one of the girls in her dance she got class. sawed in half yeah, yeah yeah she's like she had talent there's well there's one girl who gets her arm chopped off in the elevator and lives <laughs> She's like, she's still alive. She could tell us. And I'm like, she got her arm chopped off. That bitch bled out like an hour ago. (laughs) Yeah. You ain't stopping that with a tourniquet. (laughs) You put that tourniquet on her, she's dead. Yeah. (laughs) So come to find out, it's the Dean. It's the Dean. 
he he gets Mary, he drugs her, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna like knock her out and chop her off her last body parts that he needs to make his full woman. But the cops find out, they bust in. The dean hides though, and Mary's like all paralyzed. Right? She's coherent, but she's paralyzed, and <laughs> she's like fucking Tin Man. She's like over there. <laughs> they're like, oh, she's fine. He goes, she's oil fine. can? No. <laughs> Oil. Yeah, I think he, she said oil can. I think she needs an oil can. Over there, you jackass. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. I'm never going to fuck you, Kendall. <laughs> He's still trying to fuck her in this scene. He's like lifting her up. Well, anyway, the Dean comes out from the curtains and he's going to attack him. But then the cops come in and shoot him right in the head. Yeah. He falls down, go boom. <laughs> Mary, we- Mary comes out of it and they take her away. And then Kendall's like... And the, and the lieutenant are just sitting there and they're like, I wonder what happened. And he like, I wonder what happened to all the, there's a trap door. <laughs> he bumps his butt into a fucking bookcase. Like a revolving bookcase. Ah! Yeah. Comes around and this fucking body is fucking Frankenhooker pops out. Yeah. And she's all, rah, 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 and Kendall screams. And then it's like cut to Kendall's like all like, oh, traumatized. Right. Yeah. And they're about ready. Ah, come on, kid. You're going to be good on the force yeah, somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta go, let's go get some Wendy's. Let's go get some. Oh, <laughs> like a weird, yeah, oh they're in Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, and he was wearing like an iridescent like vest or something. Like, he had a really weird outfit on. The cop. Uh, He's yeah, eating Wendy's he, fries. And then eating some Wendy's. I hope you there was a frost. Was there a frosty oh, in there? Dunk those fries oh. in that frosty. Back back to the sergeant really quick. The uh, Branya. The actor's name's Branya with the white hair. Yeah. I love the scene where. He they looked are, like uh, the guy from Sequest 2021. Oh, Sea Lab? Sea Lab 2021. Oh, yeah. Dude. Captain Murphy? Mm-hmm. I, I love the scene where they arrest Bluto in the swimming pool. Yeah. And. Um, <laughs> Bluto. What does he say? He says, I got to go back to it. He says, hold it or I'll blow your brains out. <laughs> and I was just like, yes. Oh, dude. I love these old fucking cops where they're just like, dude, Alan's giving this a four. Oh, you man. You know what's coming. At least. Oh. <laughs> Make him go first. Um. So I'll go last. So no, you're going first. Bitch. I'm not. You're going first. <laughs> we'll edit it together so you go first. I'll just say, Alan, what do you give it? You're first up, and then whenever you give it, you'll just cut it in. Um. So then Kendall's like, "All right, let's go to Wendy's." I forgot my jacket, and he reaches back, and all of a sudden, this fucking Frankenhooker rips his nuts off. Yeah, fucking pulls his dick off. <laughs> the one thing that's useful in this guy. Oh. Yeah, the end. Yep. That's the how end. it ends. He's like screaming yep. and he's like cross-eyed with his dick. And he's off. fucking dickless. And end of my, end of movie. Well, I guess myself <laughs> and Eli Roth are the only people who love this movie, apparently. Um, it's his favorite slasher. Eli Roth is a fucking nutcase. Hey, you know what? So am I. Okay, Dude, I read so. that it was his favorite movie too and I was like, what? Why not? Like, look, look. This was in the Grindhouse this circuit. This is this? Okay. This is his First favorite. All, this is favorite slasher. Hey, good for him. Everybody's gonna have a favorite. Yeah, I mean, look, this is on the Grindhouse circuit. You're not gonna go see some five or four star movie. Look, you're not gonna go see something where it's just like, oh, Shakespeare, fucking, you know, whatever. Leonard this Nimoy. Is, every everybody who knows what this is knows what this is. This is over the top, quirky '80s Euro trash. And I'm not talking trash like bad. I'm talking like trash. Like it's so oddball. It's so quirky. It's fucking entertaining. It's part Jalo, part thriller, part and a lot of eroticism. But there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of suspense to it though. That duck. 
but there's just so many oddball moments and with the you got the dubbing and you got just like like and the killings were great it was you know just nothing like fucking like um like it was like it was like amateur but the effort that they put into the blood splatter and the killings and the gore and stuff like that sure the editing was off but whatever like i i know these movies i've come to expect it um it's just over the top just bizarre stuff and it's just like what the fuck did i just watch and it's fun it's so much fun i love this movie three and a half i mean obviously you know you know what's going to happen but you're watching it for like the shock value um i love this movie three and a half you know it's 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 not something that like i take seriously nobody like nobody really takes this movie nobody should take this movie seriously (laughs) i mean because because it's one of those movies that you know it was in the grindhouse circuit fucking pieces and you start watching and you just have like now some of the acting was actually pretty good but you have some (laughs) christopher george is a great actor so brett's face was awesome this should be a video episode (laughs) but i love those like i said i love those 70s cops characters 70s and 80s where they're just like you know and christopher george was a great actor and he was great in this but when uh but when you have these international audience or on audiences but when you have these international casts you have a lot of like european talent as well where they're like you know they're beautiful girls but they don't have the talent like the acting ability mm-hmm. so you're gonna get a mixed bag but that's what makes it fun it's just an oddball gag like it's an oddball mixed bag of it's fun and like i'm not surprised eli roth likes it he's a nut i'm a nut i love this movie three and a half brett why don't you go next because i feel like uh, i'm gonna be the middle child once again <laughs> well christopher george and linda day were married right uh, in real life and unfortunately christopher george died about a year after right. this movie came out um, but, um, and he's been in a few things like he's, he's a good actor and she's a good actor, actress as well, you know, but it, I will say, yeah, it's, it's, it's not balanced. You, you have some good acting, you have some not so good acting. It's a mixed bag. I think the least of this movie's problem is the acting. That's the least of this movie's problems. The story is, is so stupid to begin with. Um, like just the, the whole, the whole premise of everything and the whole, like, like, we're going to go this direction. Like five minutes later, it's like, Nope, we're going this direction. This movie is all over the place. And you even said it in your review. Like they just threw everything in the kitchen sink together. And they're like, what makes an audience of these types of movies happy? We're going to throw in this Kung Fu scene for five seconds. We're going to throw some blood splatter. We're going to throw some tits, even a dick. We're going to throw in, um, (laughs) you know, just gore. uh, Well, I wouldn't say gory, but these kill scenes. Oh, there were some gore. They're sure. They're going to be extreme kill scenes. Yeah. We're it, gonna throw a little bit of a mystery element in there, and I did. I did respect the mystery element. There wasn't much I of a mystery actually, element. I, I don't think. I mean, at first, I didn't think it was the dean. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I with didn't you. either. Um, I didn't think it was the teacher because I thought that was a little obvious. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, "Well, it's not gonna be that dean. The dean was over here when this happened." But and then I guess they try to make you think that it could be the kid. But then if you like do any math in your head, you're like, "Well, no, this mm-hmm. happened like 40 years ago, so this kid." It's hardly a kid. Um, I, all that being said, I mean, I get what you're saying. You appreciate it on a different level only because you like those types of films. Yeah, I don't like those types of films, so I'm going to appreciate it on a way different level. Yeah, um, it, It's going to be no surprise to anybody. This gets one head. 
Um, I didn't give it zero. I didn't give it a half. I gave it one. It, it was okay for that thing, but will I ever watch this movie again? Hell no. <laughs> Would I ever rem- recommend this movie to anybody? No. No, there's so many it's other... It's so much this is fun. Why, this is why when Eli Roth says it's his favorite slasher film, Eli Roth is blowing smoke up everybody's ass. Eli Roth said, I'm going to take the stupidest movie ever and I'm going to say it's my favorite just so people will no, remember now, me no, for knowing that. No, now and Eli Roth needs to explain <laughs> no. to me why this is the best. I just thing. did. I No, no. No, but I gave you a perspective why? on why it's a great movie. It's fun. Why is it... Why is it? Why I does mean, every movie have to be serious? Though? I didn't like, say it had to be serious. Well, but it, it's this is this movie isn't serious. I would it's definitely question why this would be anybody's favorite slasher movie. They're like, I mean, I could point you to a dozen. Like, I mean, we just reviewed one yeah. prior to this that was a grindhouse slasher film. Yeah, made uh, yeah. eight years prior to this that was a perfect fucking movie. Sure, and I yeah. gave it a five. Yeah, but exactly. this one is very entertaining, and entertaining is a rating factor for me. Yeah. and I gave it a three. But and a half. but see, it, it, for you it was entertaining. For me, it was not entertaining whatsoever. Yeah, I don't like know. I didn't even find <laughs> I didn't even find it funny. Like I didn't even I thought it was funny. The absurdity. I thought it was hilarious. I didn't find the I didn't find the <laughs> racist thing. I didn't find that funny at all. I didn't laugh at the. At, I was just like this is fucking lame uh, <laughs> and i didn't find I, didn't, I mean am i a racist for laughing at that i didn't say you were no but i mean i didn't it say was you still were funny. i'm just saying it was still funny but to you yeah yeah but it wasn't to me it's like someone who likes fart jokes and someone who doesn't it's like yeah is one does that mean it's still not a joke hey, if you don't like fart jokes there's something wrong with you. <laughs> but there's people that don't I, that's true but yeah. those people are weird <laughs> farts are funny so yeah it wasn't entertaining i, also I just, give it a one I just farted. go ahead it didn't fart. Um, yeah, as predicted, I am kind of in between both of you. You always are. I know. I'm the middle child. Um, <laughs> Play it safe. <laughs> Play it safe. <laughs> what a lunatic. He's a fucking lunatic. I've already written it down. Uh, <laughs> it was already there. Um, I gave it a one and a half. Um, so I did not hate this movie, but like, would I watch it again? No. Um, it gets a one and a half for me because I did think that the kills were cool. Like there were some cool effects, like the axe to the head was neat. Yeah, uh, they're totally the practical. Girl, they're the, the gr- best. The girl in the shower getting killed, like all oh, that stuff was cool. I just thought the story made no sense. Like I just didn't know what was going on. I don't know, like what was the killer's motive? What was his thing with puzzles? Like, and why did he only have one puzzle? And was he making puzzle pieces? Who cares? Like, it's fun. But. But I can't. who cares about story when you're watching a movie? Well, and that's kind of where I land. Right? On, that's kind of where I land with my rating is I I just don't I didn't feel like the story made enough sense for me to really even make sense of it. Like somebody was like, "What is this movie about?" I'd be like, "Well, there's this guy, and he has a puzzle, but and then he goes and he kills a bunch." Like I just felt like there wasn't I I, I couldn't really make any sense of it. I did laugh a few times, and there were kills that I enjoyed. So I'm yeah. not going to give it like a one or a half. Um, but I also can't in good conscience, like say, like go out and watch this movie. Like I would say, watch this movie if you want to <laughs> like, kind of like just turn your brain off for a little bit and just watch some cool effects. Like why not? Exactly. Yeah, so if, but I, so I would say if that's your bag, check it out. Definitely check it out. But if you're looking for like a complete movie, I would say this is not one of those. So one and a half for me. Yeah. Didn't hate it, but I'm not going to watch it again. I own it. I have the LE from Grindhouse releasing. Two discs plus the soundtrack. Oh, and it's worth it's Great worth movie. all the five dollars that he spent to buy it. Probably. Oh, oh. <laughs> can't you guys so see that you love each other? 
We agree sometimes. That's We've actually been agreeing a lot lately. That's true. So to have this is kind of refreshing. Yeah, actually, I feel like there's been some episodes recently where you two have it's, agreed and I've disagreed. Yeah. It's really good 80s Euro sleaze. And I know some of you know what that is out there. You will love it. Check it out. Yeah. Unfortunately, not everything has 80, to be like a serious unfortunately, story. Unfortunately, this isn't an 80s Euro sleaze podcast this is a horror podcast and if you want to get in touch with us about well this is a horror, horror movie so we it's hardly a fucking horror movie it's definitely <laughs> a so, horror movie yeah. well it's though you got the first few letters right i'm sorry this i didn't get scared this oh. is where i'll side with alan i'd say it's a horror it movie. is a horror movie i would say it's just not a, like just because you hate it doesn't horrible. make it it's just not a particular just because you hate it doesn't mean <laughs> it's like not a good one. it's not a horror movie like that's i'd say it's horror yeah it's no. definitely horror like there's it's, it's trash it's the web of it is it's euro trash that's yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't use that word as a compliment, though. <laughs> um, but if you have any uh, suggestions for uh, movies, or if you have any opinions on these movies that we've talked about, uh, specifically pieces, I guess, or if you disagree with us on Texas Chainsaw Massacre, well, don't write us. <laughs> but if you want to voice your opinion in favor of or uh, against a movie like Pieces, uh, you can contact us. Yeah, come find us. Uh, we are on lots of social media, so. <laughs> Uh, if you search the Swear Wolves on Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, uh, YouTube, you'll find us there. If you're on Instagram, we're the Swear Wolves Podcast. You can go to our website, theswearwolves.com, and drop a comment there. Or you can reach out to us via email at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, so for the Swear Wolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And <laughs> although we disagree on many things, we all agree <laughs> There's on one universal one thing, and that is... Fuck, fuck Trump. Trump. Yeah, fuck Trump. <laughs> we gotta disagree. It's important to disagree. This week on the Swearwolves, we are discussing. <coughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, goddamn.